preparing a, a, an apocalyptic war, which is preventing us from resolving all these, you know, you know crises that beset us. And, you know, yeah, it's a long train of uh, lessons that we should have learned and never did. And uh, you're right. And we don't live in a real democracy. We live in a, you know, a, 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 what's the word? A, an oligarchy. Anyway, thanks for calling. Thanks for everybody who called. I got to get out of here. Thanks, Ty, for being on the board. Bye, everybody. You're listening to KBOO Portland, 90.7 FM. The time is 8.59 a.m. Next up is Fight the Empire.
And here I am back again for the uh, Fight the Empire section of uh, Wednesday Talk Radio. Unfortunately, a pair seems not to be available today, so uh, I guess I'm just stepping in. So uh, you guys uh, have your chance to uh, talk about, well, why don't we just talk about Ukraine? I mean, you know, can't talk enough about it. It's a... it's really a sad situation. Or we could talk about what uh, our last caller talked about, the the uh, idea that this is really a democracy. I don't know. I brought up something a couple weeks uh, Last time I was on, I think, maybe, um, where I said that uh, I, I think I expressed it badly, but uh, there seems to be a, a schizoid nature to... Uh, let's just say progressive or liberal politics that, you know, we, we continue to fight for all the, the good and healthy things. You know, we live in a, a, a terrible patriarchal world. So fighting for women's rights, um, finding, fighting for, uh, you know, against uh, gender exclusion, you know, lack of recognition that there are, um, that, that, that this binary system, male, female, is, is way too rigid, that there's a, a lot more nuance involved um, genetically and socially. You know, fighting uh, the, the legacy of slavery, the legacy of, you know, the invasion and genocide of indigenous peoples here on Turtle Island, the, the the amazing movements that have developed to fight for uh, their uh, inclusion if they want or their uh, self-determination. All those things. I could go on. You know, we know it. Those are, you know, we, we, there has been, quote, progress in this uh, uh, patriarchal, male-dominated a white supremacist society system, colonial. On the other hand, this the same patriarchal white supremacist imperialist system which imposed itself on this land lo these hundreds of years ago has continued to its expansionist imperialist ways. It created you know, the Spanish-American War, it took over Puerto Rico from Spain, suppose, you know, under the guise of liber- liberation, always under the guise of liberation. And as our last caller said on uh, Wednesday Talk Radio, Scott said, you know, the, the illusion that we're spreading democracy when, in fact, we've been basically, um, you know, making the world safe for the capitalist system and the war profiteers, essentially— that those, the, there has been few and far between truly anti-imperialists, and the, they, the real anti-imperialists tend to get really isolated, and so they often go off in extreme ways because you know partly because it gets so frustrated. You know, say like the Weather Underground, which we're in solidarity with the you know the people of Vietnam and other oppressed peoples, so-called third world. Don't really use that term too much anymore. And so it's in a way it enables this some somewhat exclusive focus on bettering and, and we can't not fight 
for better lives and liberation here for everybody, especially for those people who've been excluded, who've been oppressed, who've been marginalized. But we seem to leave, unfortunately, what, what really has, has uh, kept this whole thing going. The expropriation of resources. You know, first it was here, the, you know, the, the lands of the indigenous peoples here. And then it just went all over the world, you know, with the globalization of corporations. So it, it just gets me. And, and the war in Ukraine, the inability for people to actually, you know, it's, it's, it is, it's terrible to see images of these apartment complex like happened just a few days ago. It's just devastating. And when one's heart reaches out for those people, and, 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 and it's, it's, it's almost impossible not to be inspired by the Ukrainian people standing up to the bully, you know, Putin's Russia. But it, it leaves aside this, uh, the reality of the United States and NATO's role and this deep, deep history of the of the Cold War, you know, it goes. I don't know. It's it's really. I, I'm I'm always overextending myself, and here I am talking about something off the cuff when I basically was you know heading out the station and ready to go do some shopping and back home. So you know, please help me out here. Five zero three two three one eight one eight seven. I I'm really hard pressed to continue this train of thought by myself for the next twenty minutes. So I hope there's someone out there who's interested in continuing this conversation, maybe somebody who's listening during the, uh, and pair, pair, if you're out there, please call in and take over. Anyway, so so the point, the point is, is that uh, uh, it just, uh, I mean, it, okay, it's hard. It's hard to, it's hard to do, any, it's hard to get anything together. You know, I was talking last, last uh, during the last hour on my Wednesday talk radio program talking about, you know, my personal, you know, what I think is a communal vision. Obviously, it only becomes communal if, you know, we actually get together and do it, of, of pooling our resources and, and, and creating some kind of self-managed social center along the lines of, you know, whether they're uh, occupied, you know, illegally, um, which is, seems to be an impossibility to actually make anything last for any length of time that, you know, it's, it's, it's almost impossible. The power of capital and, you know, getting, you know, the, the, the places where it's able to happen in the world are places often where there's actually a, a local administration. Now this is getting more and more difficult. I think it'd be really hard to start them now, but, you know, at the time, like the, you know, let's talk about Turin, Italy, the, you know, there's a local administration that was, you know, run by left wingers, socialists, communists. And they were, you know, maybe they didn't even like these occupied social centers, but they, you know, a lot of their base went to them. In fact, kids of the right wingers went to these social centers, but they're cool places because they play the kind of music that you can't get elsewhere. You know, they, you know, they're able to party it up in, in ways that you couldn't do other places. Okay, let's just say it. You know, you could smoke marijuana and hashish there. You know, which is a big deal. You know, now you know now is legal here. So you know, everybody now growing up thinks that oh, doesn't realize the 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 risks 
that were taken one time by people to light a joint, light up a joint in public. I mean, you know, we still don't have places where you can do that publicly. Well, you know, why don't we have bars where you can smoke openly? It's ironic because I've, you know, hardly smoke at all anymore myself, which is, you know, another uh, irrelevant self-confession. But anyway, uh, looks like we've got some people. So, yeah, I'm just uh, just talking about how how um, how difficult it is to get anything going um, on any kind of way that's really incisive and really has the potential to develop and actually, you know, threaten the smooth functioning of the capitalist system, let alone do something that actually has a chance of being incisive and threatening the global system of arms merchants, producers that are profiting again from this Ukraine war. Okay, so it looks like we got uh, uh, some people, some longtime callers. Uh, uh, good. I'd like to get some new callers, but uh, let's hear our first caller, Robbie. Go ahead. You're on the air. Yeah. Good morning. I uh, really, really enjoy the fight the empire. I'm glad you're filling in. Um, I kind of wanted to, to connect the dots here with the democracy thing. It's like we're always out there spreading our democracy in Libya or Iraq or you know Ukraine now because Putin is a bully and, and Ukraine should be a free democratic country. But ironically, what, what we have here is you know completely undemocratic because uh, what we have is just spheres of influence. So prior to the 2014 made on coup, there was the uh, it was basically a Russian backed government, which, you know, if it's not Russian, it's going to be an American backed government. And so um, this idea that we're spreading democracy is just so funny because we went in there in 2014, did a coup. Uh, the the American backed politicians, uh, I think actually Zelensky banned all opposition parties. Um, but, yeah, I mean, on one front, we have to, you know, it's just so funny watching us think that we live in this democracy. Uh, but there's so much cognitive dissonance to be able to say that we have a democracy. And it starts out with the obvious of the Electoral College. Uh, then we have the uh, party politics. We have the the uh, party affiliation nomination, which we have to get by as all uh, somehow being some you know somehow or another these delegates which choose the nomination which then the party nominates the person which then can run but then that person that runs then only gets elected by the electoral college so how how do we how do we get some kind of a in addition to everything else we have to do some kind of real uh grassroots anti-imperialist you know it doesn't have to be huge you know even like you know even i'd say even like a a, a dozen people or you know, twenty or thirty or ten or fifteen, getting together and creating something like an anti-imperialist organization that starts to network with, you know, there's a few out there. Code Pink is one of the few. There's most most of the others are are connected to the, you know, really uh, hard hardline kind of old old guard uh, leftist organizations who you know they have their role. They're you know, some of the few people who've had some of the continuity doing this. But they tend to sort of have a, let's just say it, I think a, a little bit of a cultist kind of uh, approach. And, you know, f often for good reason, they're often very beleaguered. But anyway, so, yeah, what, what, how, how do we get something even here just in Portland, Oregon going? Well, I mean, I think you brought up the, the very problem here is you can't. Uh, it's it's any type of organizing that I've done here, uh, we find... Um, 
people who we suspect of being uh, there for ulterior motives. And so what we have to realize, and, and I think this is what makes me really upset, uh, especially with, with, I mean, what, if we're going to fight it, we have to identify it. And constantly this game is being covered up. Organizing now has turned into a, a bit of a joke, but I think this is kind of where I was wanting to bring up. People can't even talk about stuff anymore. Uh, we've become so polarized people immediately want to put us into these categories and I, I think it's just very critical that we we continue to challenge our own beliefs because we can't agree on a on a certain conclusion if we're not informed enough but you know to your point you know i, I don't i don't here i've tried saying this before uh, i think i've tried talking about it before but um near i'll, I'll say this carefully near zero point energy uh nearly free energy is entirely real uh there's all sorts of people that have made it there's a list of people who've been well now you've gone off on a completely different subject here i thought we were this is but see but this is the thing how can we rally a group if we can't even agree that this technology exists because if we can prove that this technology exists and then we can create a group to believe in it uh a group big enough Actually, well, I, don't know. I, th I think you're. I think you're just. I think you're personally go, kind of going off point. I think that that's a that's a really separate question. But well, um, no, but we not, we have a couple other callers. It's it's really not though, and I I really wish you would look up some of the stuff I had asked you to that one time about the free energy, the water fueled cars. Were all no, I don't. I, I'm sorry. I, I, this is just not going in a direction I think is really conducive to a, a, the kind of conversation that we actually need to have on how to actually confront the uh, propaganda of the war machine. Um, but anyway, uh, always good to hear your voice, Robbie. Um, we've got a couple other callers. Let's go to Tim. Go ahead. You're on the air. Uh, yeah, Paul. Um, I, I just wanted to uh, alert people to the fact that uh, I think Pear might be in the hospital or something. Uh, I'm a friend of his, and I know he's been at his house for a long time, and He's not there now. Well, it looks like nobody so, nobody checked in with him. Unfortunately, you know, I guess you know we've we've had a lot of chaos here. I I don't know if you've got an emergency contact number, but yeah, his regular numbers aren't working. Oh, so, there's that. And uh, back to your point. Well, about thanks, thanks for Tim. Thanks for calling because uh, I you had I you had actually mentioned that to me. You had I think sent me a text message to that effect. Yeah, and I totally forgot to follow up, but. Um, yeah, uh, so we need to yeah. look into that. Okay, thanks. Yeah, and uh, to your point about uh, organizing, I mean, you know, face-to-face -face organizing, as Robbie mentioned, has been shut down kind of deliberately by people who, uh, you know, stepped into public spaces and stopped it. I mean, I think about the Law and Disorder Conference, that one uh, panel discussion about infiltration into activist groups was shut down by a mob that chanted it down. I don't think, I think very f small percentage of the people listening know what you're talking about, and I, I don't think we can really... Well, I mean, uh, you do. Um, you know, the Law and Disorder Conference. Well, that, that was happened a long time ago, and I actually may have some differences of opinion or may not, but I, it's not fresh well, in my, it's not fresh in my mind enough to actually have well, a productive... Well, it's pretty fresh in my mind, because okay. I mean, it stopped a presentation. I mean, it was the beginning of the end of public discourse in Portland. That's a, um, that might you know. be an overly broad. Uh, well, is it? I don't. Um, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Well, anyway, there's my two bits. Okay. Um, right. Well, 
don't go just yet. Uh, so I, I mean, you, you're you're making a broader point, and I think your the the specific specificity with which you're making it, I think, makes it difficult for it to be understood by people. What is the what is the broader point that you're making in saying that? Uh, the broader point is that, as Robbie brought up, that there were people who uh, are in public spaces who have uh, ulterior motives for shutting down discourse, basically, and that that's what's happening. I mean, it's happening on cable. I mean, where are the other talk shows? Um, no, that, you know, why, that, why have all the talk shows disappeared? Well, no, they're, they're uh, st- that, that's 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 not that's not accurate. Uh, Mondays, well, the same days, people are still. Well, because she went into public office and gave up her show because she didn't. Well, I mean, was, yeah, well, how about some more hosts? I mean, where's the problem with getting more hosts? Well, the the uh, the pandemic, I think, had a lot to do with it. Anyway, I can't. I, I'm not in the position of being a someone who makes decisions about programs. But I think that's a that's a point that that that's a, a well well taken, and maybe some people are listening. I mean, how how you know? It, one of the problems. It, it, how about getting Robbie on as a host? Uh, how about getting Mark on? Well, I don't as know. A host? Is, I don't know if there's. I'm just putting those out specifically because it's like. You know, we need more hosts. We need different perspectives. We need more voices. Okay. Well, <clears throat> so, points well yeah. taken. And if people, if the, you know, if program, people who decide about programs on cable aren't listening, I don't know how they will get the message. I don't know if people have actually engaged with them. I don't know if people have actually applied. Because they're, um, they're used to I know a- that they've reduced the program committee to only once every three months, and they don't talk about anything. Okay. Well, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't. I can't speak to that because I don't know. I don't know anything about that. But uh, so yeah. Uh, again, so, so you, well, either people are listening who you think need to hear that the, these these criticisms right now, or somehow th- they must be engaged with, and so that's up to you or whoever else feels these criticisms. And that's I, I do want to toss out the idea of creating a Kabu listener meetup. Uh, that would just be listeners gathering together, perhaps with programmers or former programmers, and uh, uh, as a way to kind of create some sort of dialogue. And, you know, it's a complicated thing to do that in this era of doxing. Well, um, one would have to, you know, create some sort of forum, some sort of either virtual or physical place where that could actually get going. Meetup.com. Okay. Well, well, then make it happen and see who who joins in. All right. We're running running down on even on this half hour. And uh, we've got a couple, actually, it looks like two more callers. So uh, thanks, Tim. Good to hear from you. And uh, Kathy, I don't know if that's the same Kathy you called before. Uh, You're up next. Um, hi, it is the same, and I, I apologize. I just wanted to add that, um, um, you know, we were talking about uh, personal actions in terms of going into the future, but scaling that up, I think that community is really the key to scaling up any of that stuff. And as far as people infiltrating when you try to have a meeting, you can't let that stop you from having the meeting. I mean, a lot can be done, and 
you know, even if there is an agent there, the agent can be persuaded that your idea is a good well, idea. That 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 I think you is know? is a, is is a magical thinking, Kathy. Um, but uh, they, you know, there are ways of of uh, isolating and deflecting and uh, not allowing. You yeah, know, there's. Exactly. But anyway, yeah. So you, you, I agree with you. That, that was my thought when Tim said that that you 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 just can't let. Or no, when Robbie brought it up, you know, if you if you're going to let the possibility. You know, and a lot of times, a certain amount of times, people are are actually wrongly accused of being agents. So there's just so many dimensions, yeah, and exactly. and so many people have no experience of the kind of political organizing that we're talking about, and in fact, are in some ways inhibited or prevented because of some of these, because of even the possibility of these things. So we can, yeah, it's a vicious circle. Anyway, thanks for bringing that up. I totally agree with you. And people can go across political boundaries too. I mean. The interest of actual survival and protecting the environment, you know, you, you can you can have Trumpists in your group. I mean, you, you, this is this is really on the ground stuff now that we're facing. It's it true. Have to be about all Unf- unfortunately, well, unfortunately, though, ideology seems to be almost stronger than the survival instinct at this point. But anyway. Yeah, well, don't, don't let it. Don't <laughs> okay. let it be. Okay. Well, thanks for calling again. Uh, we got uh, Stevie Ray up. Go ahead. You're on the air. Oh, hey. Thanks for taking my call. Hello. Go ahead. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. So um, I kind of wanted to um, refer back to the very beginning when you were uh, talking about, like, anarchic self-rule and um, sort of like the ABC No Rio method. Um, So for anybody that's new to PDX or anybody that's been around and needs, like, an uplifting reminder of what to look for this coming season, um... Pedalpalooza, I found, is a really great way to hook up with and to find maker spaces that you're not familiar with in the area. Because huh. uh, there's like bike rides to places that are usually at a venue and are usually um, at least partially, uh, like loosely organized by a club or a group of people, like one that was for aquaponics, uh, like a workshop, but in a maker space or tool libraries. A reminder of that um, to link up with tool libraries. I love sure. tool libraries. I I've t- gotten some tools from the Southeast Tool Library. It's just amazing. Coley? You you can get really good stuff there. It's true. Coley neighborhood, uh, their community center just got some three D printers that are open to share, and that's what I'm excited about right now. Is um, in the radio genre, obviously always, but um, I'm getting into like Arduinos and Raspberry Pis, and so the cost of DIY projects is coming down. So if ABC, imagine if ABC No Rio had Raspberry Pis. I mean, give me a break. So I wanted to end on a on a high note. So there. you're you're familiar with ABC No Rio? Yes, sir. All right, absolutely. Excellent. Yeah, all good things to people who fight for it, right? The direct action. Gets so were good. were you ever involved in the Anaris uh, uh, group in Portland? Oh God, no! I was just a I was just a poor street kid, you know, who like ended up in these. Isn't that amazing? It seems so, it's it's already yeah. kind of long ago. <laughs> That's oh, scary! Man, so many beautiful characters, and I'm so glad that the stories are starting to be shared. You That's know, so scary that you can down. that you that, I, that someone calls in who who's actually young enough to have been too young to be involved in the Anaris because I, you know. Oh, man. That's so amazing. All right. Well, that was up on uh, uh, Northeast, uh, North Lombard, and I think they're still around virtually, but they I don't know if they've even made any attempts to create a space again. It was an info shop. Anyway, well, that's so cool. Uh, Pedal Palooza. I love that. I love that idea. I hadn't thought of that. That's definitely a, 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 a way for people to get together. And, uh, 
and these uh, tool libraries. And yeah, wonderful. You, you're the one person who picked up on what I really wanted to talk about. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm always listening. I, I Sometimes I'm driving, um, so I can't always call in, but I absolutely love your work, man. <laughs> well, thank you. That's so cool. Well, we're right. running to you this season, man, for sure. All right. Sure. Well, listen, uh, uh, we got Ross. you got about 20 seconds to, to say your piece. Go ahead. Okay, well. I, I love KWI, I love you, and I love the uh, pair. And in thinking of him, I'm planning on being down at uh, Pioneer Square at noon at noon on Saturday, and I'm going to have a big sign that's going to say "Peace in Ukraine." And I will I welcome anybody to gather with me, and we'll find out as much as we can about what is happening. Okay, our, our okay? Port, Portland's okay. living room, Pioneer Square, another, what a, another social space. Thank okay. you so much, Ross. In honor of okay, you. noon, Pioneer Square, meet Ross on Saturday. Thank you. That's a great last word. I got to get out of here once again. Thanks for calling. Thanks, Ty, for letting me take this extra half hour. Pear, I hope you're doing okay. we got to get in touch with you. Bye, everybody. Because it's cable time, cable time. Get cabled up, get cabled up. Because it's cable time, cable time. Hi, this is Kendall Boyson, professional life and recovery coach, and you're listening to Encouragementology.